The Ready, Set, Grow podcast is sponsored by Ag Expert, software designed for Canadian agriculture. Visit them today at agexpert.ca. Hello, welcome to the Ready, Set, Grow podcast. Today we're here with RHA founder Joe Dales and our guest, Colin Phillip, the general manager of Granular Canada. In this podcast, we like to showcase interesting startups and hear some interesting stories from the agriculture and food space. Uh, Colin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Thanks, Mike. Uh, so I'm the general manager for Granular here in Canada. And Granular is the agriculture, the digital agriculture division of Corteva AgriScience. And basically, we build software and digital tools to help farmers maximize every acre. Um, pretty unique background myself. I started in ag about 10 years ago, having an original, original career in energy and e-commerce. And a bit of an anomaly. I'm actually not from a farm, didn't go to ag school actually grew up in Vancouver, which is kind of a, a unique background within the ag space. Could you just go a little bit deeper into what uh, Granular is and what the, it, it does, I guess? Yeah, so Granular is basically a, a software a tool and digital uh, tool to help farmers really make better decisions on their farm. So it runs the range from things like Granular Insights, which is our satellite imagery and directive scouting, which can help show crop progression, both good and bad, and help prioritize where farmers should spend their time scouting and looking at their fields. And at a more robust end of the spectrum, we have our granular business software, which is a full farm financial management software that basically puts that whole operation and digitizes it and allowing essentially what's always been in Excel sheets and notebooks to be right there on screen, you know, in a central place for every member that's part of the operation to see it and share the information. Really phenomenal as you start to bring in different members of the family, think about succession planning, everything that's been in, you know, mom or dad or grandma or grandpa's head is now, you know, or in a notebook is now at your fingertips available on the web, on your phone in a way that just, we have not been able to run farms uh, traditionally. It's really, really cool. So kind of different tools at different ends of the spectrum to help farmers at different stages of, of tech adoption. I'm really excited for this fall. We're actually launching what we call insights 2.0, which is new features within the granular insights tool that will give farmers, you know, field level analysis around profitability. So how, how useful or how profitable is that particular farm uh, or that field? What you may have thought was actually really, really productive may not be as, as, the, as much so and vice versa parcels that were maybe you thought weren't as productive when you actually do the analytics and do that analysis, you realize that maybe there's more to it than you thought. Really taking that pen and paper world, putting it on into the computer and providing that an, an analytics piece that you know, helps farmers make better decisions to maximize every operation. You know, as Corteva, as a you know, crop supplier, our customers spend a tremendous amount of time, energy, and of course money on what they put into their operation. Our intent with Granular is to help them get more out of those inputs, to maximize every acre, and to get the most of every dollar and time and energy they spend on the crop inputs they put onto that farm every year. Yeah, Colin, uh, I'm always interested, uh, how did you end up in agriculture? And I think it's important as we bring innovations, uh, software, technology, a lot of these things from outside of agriculture and we apply them to our, to our farms that we attract and retain and educate, you know, people that maybe are from the city or, or, or don't, uh, aren't directly from the farm because there's so few farm children anymore as the population, uh, the agricultural population gets uh, smaller and smaller. So we're going to have to onboard, train, and attract talent to our sector to remain competitive. I wouldn't mind some of your thoughts on 
what can we do a better job of there and how important this is? Yeah, I completely agree, Joe. And I think it, for me, it was a pretty unique opportunity. So I'd had spent the earlier part of my career in the dot-com boom in the late nineties, ended up working in the energy space for a bunch of years. It was looking to make a bit of a, a career transition and you know, I was reaching it, researching different industries and came across the ag biotech space and thought, oh, this is a fascinating industry with tons of potential, you know, the, the demand for food and fuel and feed is not going to decrease over the next decades. It's going to increase. And I actually came across an opportunity with Monsanto. They, in their wisdom at the time, were actively recruiting what became about 10 of us around the world with the idea that they'll bring in smart people, uh, or presumably smart people from around the world in different backgrounds and industries and teach them the egg and bring in that perspective. And the idea is you'd spend a year in your home country and then a year overseas to get a broader perspective. And actually, I had a really great opportunity with them. Spent some time in Winnipeg, went over to India, lived in Mumbai, India for a year, and then came back in, uh, to, in Winnipeg for another couple of years uh, before jumping over to join uh, DuPont Pioneer, which, of course, is where you and I would have met mm-hmm. a number of years ago. And was really just fascinated by the industry, right? It's People in the cities would think, oh, it's, you know, sort of that traditional pitchfork, you know, non-tech farmer. Whereas more farm, most farmers would have more tech in their combine than most people have in their cars or their houses. But most people wouldn't realize that, right? And it's that phenomenon of people think food comes from the grocery store, not from the farm. So to attract folks outside of the ag sector into this space, I think we need to be really good about educating people outside of our, our space. We, we know those of us in the industry and those that grew up on a farm or went to ag school, they, they know the opportunities that are here and they're becoming increasingly complex and interesting and the whole digital tech space is a whole new uh, dynamic. But what most Canadians wouldn't realize is just how big agriculture is within our economy. I don't. I think they'd be astounded to know it's one of the you know, top two or three industries within our overall GDP. Mm-hmm. So I think it's on us as an industry to uh, educate you know, folks outside of the space as to how big the industry is, the kind of work that's involved. And it's not necessarily what people would picture of you know, being on the farm and you know, working you know, the fields necessarily. There's a ton of work and employment around that, everything from the work we do in the software space and granular to sales and marketing, research, production. You know, we run very sophisticated, complex businesses on par with any other industry. But I think that's lost on most folks that are outside the space. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So you jumped over from uh, Corteva, from the Pioneer Hybrid uh, DuPont side uh, to granular. And we've had this discussion before. You know, what, what excites you about the potential of data um, analytics and, you know, helping the farmer, you know, uncover some of those insights to, to be more productive and profitable? Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's kind of, it's been kind of neat. So I've basically had over the last decade the opportunity to work for two of the biggest, you know, crop and seed chemical, you know, crop input companies, essentially. And when the opportunity came up to lead and establish granular's footprint and you know, really accelerate it here in Canada, it kind of was full circle, brought me back to the, the early part of my career in the, the dot-com tech boom. But what I find really fascinating is the opportunity to help farmers really get the most out of everything they put into that farm. So we sell you know, seed and crop protection, you know, all those things that farmers need to, to plant a crop every year. Digital tools can help them do more with that. And I, and I love Tyler Wales' comment in the podcast you did with him that you know, farmers are bleeding in data, and I'd suggest they're drowning in data. They have a ton of it. But what really no one has really figured out the silver bullet for most farmers as to how to really interpret that data and make sense of that data. And when I looked at the work we were doing with granular, to me, it's a tool that helps take that data, make sense of it and provide it back to the customer in a way that they can make useful decisions. So what is that 
it's one thing to say, here's an image of your farm with satellite you know, algorithms, but what does it mean? What do you do with it? And the kinds of tools that we're being able to offer where it can prioritize where you should scout. If you've got a big operation, you can't cover all that ground effectively. If we know that this is the spot you should prioritize to catch an issue, or you know, what most people don't even think about is, it's not always about fixing the problem spot, it's, hey, this area is really outperforming. What do we do to keep boosting it to get even more out of it? Right? We try and think about fixing the, the poor spots. There's as much opportunity to say, how do we accelerate this corner of the field that's doing really, really well, or protect it to can maintain that, that rapid growth. So what I love is the ability for our tools to help customers do more out of every acre. Right? The people increasingly have more and more demands on their time. They, the need to be efficient is, is ever greater. Um, and they're bombarded with information. Our, our customers in this industry are, are bombarded with lots and lots of choice because there's a lot to it. Um, you know, any one of us as consumers when we're out buying a barbecue or a pair of runners can do a ton of research. But that's simple compared to what, you know, what goes in, which corn hybrid you want to plant or what soybean variety you're going to do and which crop to plant and when to plant it and when to spray it. You know, it's a lot. And the, and the consequence of getting it wrong is significant. Right? If you and I as consumers buy the wrong pair of shoes, sucks but it's not the end of the world you buy the wrong crop wrong crop type plant at the wrong time sprayed the wrong time you know it can be very catastrophic and our digital tools are a way to help customers make better decisions make informed decisions it's not to replace their own decision making it's to give them a tool that helps them and their advisors you know it's another it's another voice at that table saying hey did you think about this right what about this farm what about this field what about this area you know, maybe now is the time in a way that in a busy day, you just may not know. You might have happened to check the back corner of that 100-acre field, or you might not have. And some of our tools can help you say, you know what? Hey, look over here. And to me, it's just the tip of the iceberg. The stuff we're doing now and the stuff that I see coming in the next 12 months is amazing. Right? And that's the part that's, you know what? I want to go, you know, build this business, you know, here in Canada and really help accelerate it to help our farmers in this country. Because Canadian farmers are under a tremendous amount of pressure, you know, both domestically and globally. These kinds of tools can help them do really, really well. And to me, that's, to me, it's just fascinating. It's, it's so much fun. And candidly, there's a part too that, you know, I've worked for the two big companies and now with the backing of, of the biggest pure play company in the world, get to help build the startup and really serve customers and serve our farmer customers in a different way. Terrific. Um, I guess you've been in the space uh, for a while, Colin. So I was just kind of wondering uh, what are the biggest changes you've seen over the last uh, sort of decade? Yeah, it's, it's funny, on the, especially on the tech side of it. I remember when I very first started reading a, a market research report talking about smartphone adoption of farmers. And they were, the prediction was that farmers were going to lag you know, the rest of the industry. And I thought, that, that makes no sense because farmers have a greater need for this than, frankly, most business people do. Um, and very, you know, as time progressed, you know, through the you know, 2010, 2011, 2012, you know, smartphones took off like that, right? And if anything, it sort of, I think for most farmers, they leapfrogged the BlackBerry area, era and went straight to, to, smart, to iPhones and Androids because those had the tools to actually do things when you were sitting in the combine or the planter, you could actually use an app where your BlackBerry was great for email. So it, is, it just saw a really quantum leap that I don't think even the industry uh, I don't know that we really saw it coming. And I, I kind of feel that we've been playing a little bit of catch up, right? And we're to, to, till this point today, I'd say there's so much activity and energy in the ag tech or digital tech space in 2020 that I would have been saying 2010. Uh, it's just phenomenal, right? There's lots of new money, lots of venture capital investment, lots of great work that you guys are doing at RH Accelerator to help startups get going and you know, focus on this space. 
which traditionally has not had that focus. You could be a startup in pretty much any other category and find a, a willing accelerator or a VC fund to help you get going. But to try and explain the ag space to most of those uh, VCs was not the easiest thing to do. You, you're hard enough getting in the door letting me able to explain what this farming and ag thing is about. And to see that we've got activity now where, you know, big and small players in the venture space are seeing a humongous opportunity in ag is, I think, the biggest change I've seen over the last decade. And frankly, a, a really growing willingness from customers to, to adopt. I, I think, like we're really at that cusp, uh, you know, and I don't know if it's next year or three years or five years from now, but we're going to go from that same era of, you think back to the, the iPhone, right? Launched in 2008 and early adopters were in, but most people stuck with something else. To 2011, 2012, Blackberries were a, a dinosaur. I think we'll see that same transformation in, in digital ag where we'll go from a handful of really early adopters and, and savvy individuals are in to three or five years from now. It's just how we do business. It's how agronomy will be done. It's how farmers will farm. And we'll, we'll see evolutions even with companies like ourselves and our, our, our chief competitors, probably how we sell our products too. Right? And not necessarily displace our existing channels, but to help them sell more and reach more customers. Yep. There's going to be a whole catch up for this industry to bring it you know, on par with every other sector that's out there today. And, you know, candidly, the, the time, the world we live in now with COVID and the realities of social distancing has propelled this industry, I think, to catch up, right? And mm -hmm. the nature of, you know, sitting at the farm table versus doing a Zoom call. Mm -hmm. If you'd ask, you know, a year ago whether it would be plausible to have, you know, sales discussions over Zoom, people have said, not a chance, not in this industry. It's a person-to-person it's a -person at the farm gate, at the farm table kind of industry. Whereas now it's, it's the norm, right? And people are realizing the efficiency that, you can talk to a lot of people, you know, without driving that many kilometers and being, you know, in person. It doesn't replace the relationship, but it's helping folks to be more efficient with their time. Yep. Well, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Any other, uh, I guess, things that you want to talk about? Yeah, I think just, just the tech space in general and, and really like what you guys are doing to kind of build some of that ecosystem. Because one of the things that I certainly see in, in this role particularly is there's, there's lots that we're doing as a company to build the tools and they're you know, certainly not, uh, you know, they're expensive and labor intensive, you know, to build the tools, but there's a huge opportunity in Canada for smaller players to be complementary to what companies like us are doing and, you know, or even our competitors. I don't know that we as a company are going to be able to build the perfect solution for Canadian farmers because Canadian farmers know that best, right? We're building for, we're a global company. We're building for, you know, for Canada, for us, for Brazil, for other international markets. So there's a tremendous opportunity for you know, small startups and entrepreneurs to say, how do we plug into what you guys at Corteva and Granular are doing with your digital tools in a way that helps the specific needs of Canadian farmers? Right? The Western Canada market's a great example. Canola is a huge crop type for Canada, um, but really not that relevant to a lot of other geographies around the world. So to make some of these tools work robustly for things like canola and Western Canadian farmers, you know, we're going to look to entrepreneurs in those markets to say, how, how do we build the technology that plugs into what you're already doing that meets this niche? Because there's always going to be a niche that's kind of a, a subset of what makes sense for, as a company, we're looking at you know, the U.S. or Brazil. And Canada is our third biggest market, but we're still 10% of the U.S., right? Mm -hmm. So it's how do, you, how do you prioritize that niche relative to the, the bigger opportunities of the bigger geographies? And I see tremendous opportunity. We love your guys' perspective on what you're seeing. Uh, for some of those entrepreneurs domestically to, to, pl to plug into the space and be complementary, not necessarily competitive to what some of you know, companies like Granular and others are doing. 
I guess, what areas do you think are sort of lacking right now? I think some of the, there's some of the spaces like the grain cart and grain sort of grain measuring space, you know, handling a, you know, a crop like canola is a different animal than handling a crop like corn, right? So it's, our tools are built very well for corn and soybeans, right? And work really well, especially in the, the U.S. Corn Belt and in Eastern Canada, um, and to a lesser extent in, in other geographies. And we're building those tools, you know, we'll see more of those tools come out later this year. So it's not that they won't work, it's just they're not there today. I think there's some of that nuance to, you know, what's the reality of a Western Canadian, you know, grain handler, you know, you look at the U.S., right? There's tools like bushel that integrate with the elevators, right? Tools like that for Canada would be phenomenal where you could plug in directly with your local Viterra elevator or, you know, JRI elevator or ADM, whoever it might be, right? And provide, you know, real-time information and use those, that information to make this different decisions and automate some of your, your process will be phenomenal, right? And some of those things exist in the U.S. We're looking at how do we build them for Canada, um, but there's always that, do you build it or buy it? Right? And there's things we can do to build internally, and there's things that we can look to, to buy uh, in this market. And I think that's where I'd see opportunities. Yeah, that's great. No, we really appreciate your feedback. And uh, yeah, it's hard to do everything well for everyone. So uh, I think there's a lot of opportunities for small players to complement, as you say, and uh, look forward to uh, you know trying to integrate with. Uh, with granular Corteva and granular are one of the great leaders in this uh, in this drive for innovation so um, yeah congrats on on all your progress and uh, you know thanks for sharing with us today well, thank you guys I appreciate the time it, it's a it's an exciting space and it's an exciting time to be in this space so I think there's you know I think what the future looks like in, you know, a year from now is going to be a quantumly different you know, picture another decade out from now you know I, I don't think we'll even recognize this industry when we get up to 2030 and beyond Mm-hmm. Is there a way that our uh, listeners can connect with you online, Colin? Yeah, pretty easy to find. Uh, email is colinphillip at granular.ag. Um, I'm happy to reach out you know, directly or via LinkedIn. Uh, awesome. I just wanted to uh, thank everyone uh, for listening, and thanks again, Colin, for uh, joining us. Uh, it's really uh, great and interesting to learn about everything that Granular is doing and a little bit about uh, your background as well. So. Yeah, thanks again. Awesome. Thanks, guys.